Lannister always pays his debts. Yeah. The line in the rose, breakers of the chains, sport of the Lord, war of five kings, lowers of the rock, sitting on the iron throne, betrayal, revenge, murder now is mine's gone. The trial about to happen, he smile while he cracking, for real, cause he ready for that action. Rich, wealthy, and sinister, welcome to the house of the Lannister. Son of thy lord, swing my sword, serving the war. We got the power, seven kingdoms strong. Welcome to the house of the Lannister. Son of thy lord, swing my sword, serving the war. Uh, uh, 
pitch perfect fan? Yes. Yes. Pitch no. perfect too. Fan. Also the kangaroo from the Dish Network uh, commercials. Itching? Yes. Okay. Did 35. You know? 35. I did, and I would have thought she might be a little younger, but. That's a controversy. We're talking Why about was she lying about it? Uh, I don't know. You gotta get Jack in here to start the living. I, I don't know why, but she if she was in Game of Thrones, if Rebel Wilson was in Game of Thrones, what family do you think she would be associated with? Um, well, she's a bigger girl, so probably one of the richer families that can have uh, a So I'm gonna go, yeah, well, yeah, she has more of the proportions of a King Robert. I was gonna go with actually the Tyrells, mm-hmm. even though most of them we speak, you know, Loris and Marjorie are, are pretty skinny, but I know in their reach is the kingdom they're from. Yeah. Most of the food these days, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put her over there in, in the Tyrell. Uh, I'll thing. go with the um, the new uh, dynasty marriage couple, a uh, family, uh, the the Winterfell couple. What's what's the other one? I know Starks. Who's the other one they're married to? The, in this episode. I mean, married is very very suggestive. Well, it did happen. Right, right. The one sense of married, Ramsey Bolton. Right, Boltons. Yeah. I would say she would be. The Boltons basically usurped the Starks in the North with the Red Wedding. They used to be tight. Now they're real tight. Well, they, the Boltons were the bannermen of the Starks. Oh, so they were like. Rep- I think you went over this. They're like their. You understand, you remember, like, there was the Car Starks, there was the. Um, there are other ones. Um, the Reeds, you know, the people with Bren, are the Reeds. Right. Those are like smaller noble houses, and they're pledged to the Starks, who are the main house of the North, or they were. In, in the Stormlands, the Baratheons are the main house, and they have different lords, like Brienne's father, yeah. the Tarth people, they're the they're like the Boltons, kind of, to the Starks. Are they like the best neighbors that the support them, basically? Or? Basically, they, they've pledged fealty to them. Like they're in the neighborhood watch with them. Basically. But, and what happened in this case was, Bolton wanted around the neighborhood watch himself. <laughs> he, 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 he was at the local meeting. He wasn't a fan of the Starks. So, yeah, when, when uh, they were patrolling the neighborhood, he stabbed him in the back and took yeah. over. Yeah. More than that, he killed his son and threatened to shoot yeah. his grandson. Well, that's the past. And actually, yeah. we're talking about the past, which is good, because in this episode, I noticed about Unbent's Unbroken, it is pretty long to say, I particularly noticed that a lot of the characters are talking about events from the past. Did you notice that at all? Yeah. In a I, lot of different storylines. I would Even say I did. I did notice that, um, just like I noticed strangers uh, that are spectating us speaking right now. Yeah, I know. But the main thing I did notice we is... We got some watchers up on the wall here. <laughs> the wall or maybe the door or I don't know, whatever we describe it. But basically, I would say that most of these uh, stories are going back to what I said a couple uh, uh, recaps ago where we I talked about how these... Uh, talking about the past, we may have a flashback uh, episode where events so like the whole episode. Yeah, may, no scene, bits, episode, whatever. So far, there's only been one flashback in the whole series. Right, this premiere of the season. Right, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see if that happens. I'm a little skeptical that we use a whole episode for that, but it would be interesting. Certainly, maybe something hits the fan like really bad, like a war of some sort that's coming. And <laughs> maybe they kill all the characters so they have to do a flashback because there's no one left. The White Walkers just take over everything. Yeah. And they're like, we can't have a whole episode with just these guys ruling the icy Westeros. So let's flash, flash them back. Speaking of Flash, did you see the Flash season finale? I, I not only did I not see the Flash season finale, I have not seen one solitary episode or a minute of it. Shit. But what, what's up with that? Well, 
apparently it's gotten so popular that Forbes, you know, Forbes has money. We're talking about like royalty and stuff. They even wrote an article saying how brilliant it was. Do you think apparently this this season finale is an all best season of finales of season premieres? If that makes sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Meaning the, the first season finale. Of premier season, season sorry. Premier oh, okay, season. Yeah, that makes a little more yeah. sense. Yeah. So meaning the first first year of show. Uh, this season finale, everyone's been writing about it, saying like literally it was probably the best. What happened? I I don't know. I don't know. But you said Flash, and it got me thinking. Okay, so that's the only reason you're writing. Uh, but can, can Game of Thrones top it? We know it's been writing about it. How good? Well, there are four more episodes this season, or three more to get to the season finale. Who knows how crazy it'll be? It'll be crazy with some of the things that are getting set up right now. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about some individual storylines from this episode. Let's dig into it. Why don't we get to our girl Arya with her man Jack and his women? What is she up to in this one, uh, Padna? Well, Arya is trying to still in the house in black and white. Still getting beat uh, down. Why? She, why why does she hit her? Wait, who hits her? Someone hit Arya. Well, he's whipping her. Oh, uh, my screen was like a little shaky. Well, well, there. Well, first she's watching more bodies with this other girl, and other she's like, let's play the game again. This girl tells her a whole story. Uh, oh, I'm from I'm from Westeros, like you. My, I was uh, the daughter of a noble lord, like you. She starts smiling. Arya, well, and she says, um, my mother-in-law tried to poison me to get her own daughter in the succession, so I helped the faceless man kill her for me. And Arya is smiling, like, oh, this is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> but then the girl's like, wait, was I just lying right now? What do you think? Was she lying? She was, uh, I think she wasn't lying. I think she was embellishing the truth a lot. Maybe. 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 I kind of think she was, and she was proving, A, proving to Arya that she's a good liar. She may not be Westeros. She might be somewhere else. Right. Even though she does have that accent. But B, also, I think she was saying the things Arya wanted to hear, because that's, Arya wants the good French tale like that, but it's not really, that's not really what the the purpose of this this group is, it seems like. Yeah. And then, then Jack is hitting her, his name, his name Jacket. Yeah. Jack and Hagar. At least that's what he said his name was originally. Now he says his name's no one, but he looks like that guy at least. No one. So no one's hitting her. No one nobody's hitting her. Yeah, no one's hitting her and she's just like telling a story, but she keeps she throws in a lot of true things, but then she puts in a lie and he knows every time and hits her when she laughs, that's why I said. And the most interesting part of that was she says I hated the hound. Hits her, meaning she didn't really, must not really have hated him. Alright? Uh, I think he just wanted to get one more hit in. You think so? Yeah, I think. <laughs> that could be yeah. it. I was hoping she didn't really hate my boy, the hound. Oh, I didn't know you uh, had that much love for the hound. Okay, I love, love Sacco and Louise, isn't it? Or he was, if he's dead, we don't know. I think so. He could be hanging out with Razor Brand right now, who knows? Do you think he made it somehow up to the tree? <laughs> that would be pretty dope. If we next check in next season on Hodor and Reason Brand. Or he's a white warrior now. That yeah. Yeah. What the other? Up there. Oh, that could be it too. I don't know how they would have got that far south where he is. But. So what happens later with Arya? Um, she's in by herself in the main room and uh, who comes in? Oh, um, a dead friend. Oh no, uh, a daughter and a son combo. No, a father. A daughter and father combo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was... I couldn't tell because my screen was also. I was watching it. Uh, and it was a little dark. These are. It was very no, it was very dark, and I happened happened 
to like keep on changing the contrast and brightness and see detail. And I was like, this so is you weren't paying attention. No, I was paying attention, but like it's hard to like even see the in that dark room, it's hard to even see if it's a father, a brother, a lover, you know, like you don't know. Well, I said my daughter, so it was audio, not visual. No, no, no. I heard that part after, but initially okay. you're looking at them, you're looking at them and you're trying to depict what kind of relationship and then she finally said it, right? And then what so he's like, Your daughter's been sick forever, I just want it to end. What does Arya do? Kills her. Goes her. But she tells a lie to her first. So she is getting better at lying. She says she basically euthanizes her. I guess this is what they do here with this pool of water. People come in, that's why they're getting all these bodies. People come in because they want to die. And they let them give them the gift of mercy. I've actually been, it took me, I knew why there's people dying, but I didn't It, it didn't take, it took to this episode to figure out. Actually, it so like, I wasn't, I, it wasn't me. It wasn't clear before, okay. but I thought it was pretty clear after this episode. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. And then Jack is looking at this, or no one is looking at this, and he seems to be impressed with her. That was good stuff. And her, first of all, I was thinking it was really going to be him, and he was going to switch his face to the father and be like, oh, you should have done it. But I guess she should have done it, because where does he take her? Into a little room in the basement here. What's in there? That was the basement? Well, it was fucking A. Jesus, that's a big ass basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he, took, he took her to uh, basically uh, what I like to call the uh, the Matrix pods um, of just faces. Or the zombie faces that the governor used to carry. There's some kind of similarities there from other. So Walking Dead reference. Walking Dead and also. I started Matrix checking on that. I, spent, I started watching this season too, but I missed a lot of the middle, so I don't. The whole thing with the governor, I don't really know, but he had faces like He this. had like jars and faces of like heads and stuff like that. So it was like, obviously these faces were more upkept and yeah. pretty, I guess. Um, what do you think? Oh, so then he, he tells her, you're not ready to, a girl is not ready to become no one, but she is ready to become someone else. So what does that mean? It means that she she's going to have that power. What does it mean, practically speaking? What else is she? Is she gonna take one of these faces off the wall and become that, or what's going on? It's not. A, I hope it's not like a Jim Carrey mask thing. That'd be weird. <laughs> Just put it on. Somebody stop me! Uh, I mean, if Arya turned person on and her face turns green and she starts talking like Jim Carrey mask, I think that would actually be pretty interesting. Maisie was a pretty good actress. I don't know if she could pull yeah. that off, but yeah. I'd like to see her try. Yeah, as long, but she should also get a dog. Her mission was to uh, be unpredictable, unforeseeable, and I think it's happening. The plan is actually to, fuck, it took three episodes, four episodes to take to which one. Yeah, it's good. If, if she does change her face or whatever, you think it's going to be a different actress then all of a sudden, or is it going to be like more of a disguise or what? Like, it's going to be blackface, like I said before. She's just going to be wearing a lot of blackface. Maybe, maybe certain. It'll be like uh, Robert Downey. Still an SS to uh, closer to Mirene, 
I don't know, that's not where they are yet, but it's somewhere in the desert, or wherever they are, not the desert really, but somewhere by the water. Uh, old Jorah and uh, young Tyrion, not young, but Tyrion are, they're coming, that's funny. Are they, they're starting to like each other more. Well, Tyrion, uh, this is um, start where I was going into the history of the show. Tyrion has a little news for old Jorah. First of all, he tells him why he's there, which Jorah never asked him before, like, why are you in this random brothel in, in Volantis? Oh, because I killed my dad. Well, Jorah's got a fucking drunk when he came up with that. His whole idea. plan is not yet. He doesn't really see yeah, it. He's just like, I'm just going to grab this minute. Not well thought out. But what does Tyrion in return have to tell Jorah? Well, uh, before you go into, before I say what it is, I was actually very confused from the previously on Game of Thrones where there, I forgot Tyrion was at the wall at one point. Yeah, like this third episode of the whole show. It's something I probably wouldn't put together until now, right? And when he mentioned it. He went up to piss off the wall. That's what he said he wanted to do. Yeah, and uh, he met uh, Daddy Jorah. Daddy Mormon. Daddy Mormon Jorah. Yeah, I'm sure you have no idea what his first name is. Uh, Maester, they call him the Lord Commander, the old bear, but his name is actually Gior. <laughs> Gior Mormon. <laughs> I think Gior and Jorah. Jorah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good band name. What does he have to hear and tell him about Paul Gior? I think, I think, I think we already knew what he was going to tell him, but the way it was reacting, he told him that he dude, you don't, you didn't know. How did it happen? And then there's some mutiny. Killed by his own men. How did, how did Tyrion even know about that? I mean, do I? I don't know. I guess just like. He was at King's Landing. He must have heard. He hears rumors. everything, right? Because he did say, "I only know what I heard." But yeah, but yeah, Jordan know, and uh, he, he had it taken that news. How do you think he handled uh, that news? Uh, uh, I mean, his dad's old, and he's basically been exiled, so his life's already shitty as it is. Like, fuck it, what else is gonna happen, right? Honestly, if it wasn't for Sansa, Jorah might have the worst life of anyone on the show. He always has great scale stuff. He looked saw that again. Friend zone. Just friend, friend zone first. Yeah. Yeah. Friend zone. Yeah. Friend stone. Friend stone. Uh, dad got killed by his own men. Yeah. And his dad is already, like, he had a better relationship already because he, uh, his old friend vanished. he had to get Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, well, even more bad things happened to him later in the episode. We'll get to it in a second. But before that, before we get some co- uh, cosmic irony coming in, first they're talking about something else, which Tyrion is asking What's your deal with old Danny? Like, why do you like her so much? The Mormons fought against the, the Mad King, if you recall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's up? What's up with that? What does Jorah have to say? Why he doesn't? Jorah was like, hey, He doesn't man. just say because I'm in love with her, but he says what? Hey, man, I used to be, like, all about, uh, you know, climate change, understanding science and weather. But then out of nowhere, I saw some, some broad come out of some fire and some dragons, and that, that fucked with your head. That's basically what he said. Yeah. And uh, he didn't know how to deal with it, so he's like, all right, well, I'm a believer now. Yeah, worship this. Now. Yeah. But Tyrion made some good points. He's like, why? Okay, that's cool and all, but uh, why does Daenerys really, why is it just that she'll be the, the queen of Westeros? She's never been there since she was a baby. Doesn't know anything about it. Her father was crazy. Targaryens are a lot of crazy. Hair. She's not really a right player because it was taken over conquest by the Brackians, so why should she? Uh, before he can really retort, what happens to him? Oh, well, what happens is uh, one of my favorite characters from Lost shows up. Oh, Mr. Echo. Mr. Echo. Did you ever watch Oz? He was a main character. He's also Oz, yeah. Had a beast. And basically, 
guys? What's she up to? As they were ready to run away, uh, Mr. Echo said, I got killed by a black cloud. I'll get a toilet alert like 10 years later. Um, the cloud picked me up and took me to Essos where I became a slave master, a right. slaver. Yeah. And I would need some new slaves. Uh, and he says, like, oh, we'll put Jorah, we'll put you in the Rome boats or whatever. Just cut this midget's uh, throat. We don't need him. Except what we do need from him is uh, what? What did he want? His penis. Yeah. His dick. Apparently, a dwarf's dick is uh, good luck or something people will pay money for. Yeah, never, no one told Vert Troyer, apparently. Well, right, should we go find Vert Troyer and make some money? Where, where's the nearest cock merchant to New York? Uh, probably East Village, I would say. Oh, so <laughs> right, right. Uh, No, he's so... But oh, wait, we might have to go across the water. So. <laughs> All right, yeah. go across the bridge. Yeah. Well, Tyrion talks his way out of it by saying they won't be able to prove it's a dwarf cock. They need him alive. So Mr. Echo's like, all right, the dwarf stays alive until we find a cock merchant. It's probably the funniest part of the episode. Um, the setup after that, what was that about? What, what were your well, thoughts? The setup? Yeah, I mean, well, so he says, he them, obviously. Well, he says we'll go to Marines, even though they didn't want to go there initially because Danny were up in the fighting pits. And this dude, Jorah, is a sick fighter. He doesn't believe him at first, but they convince him by it. This is another part from history. They talk about, about money. Jorah talks about how he killed that Dothraki blood rider in single combat, which was in the first season as well. You remember that? I, I briefly remember it. Yeah, yeah it was one of Caldrogo. Sansa was actually yeah. sitting in that audience at the time, right? Sansa? Yeah. Did she show up to King's Landing by then? This, this is with Danny. What are you talking about? Wait, with Danny? Oh, Caldrogo. Yeah, I thought you were talking about King's Landing. No, Jorah yeah, said I remember. killed Dothraki. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they believe him that he's a good fighter. And now it seems like they're going to go to Caldrogo. Said let them fight, basically, right? Or, yeah, or I think he was already fucked up at that point, and he was like, cut. He was dying. He was kind of dying. Yeah. And then the, the his boy was trying to do something to Jorah's stuff to kill him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but... But yeah, so it seems like they're heading for Marine anyway, but... Now Jorah's going to be fighting in these fighting pits, probably. Well, the way I'm seeing this right now, this is Gladiator Part 2. This is, all this is, is he's going into fighting pits now. He was banished by, like, he had a family, he had, like... Well, that's, but that's also why I said it was cosmic irony, because why was Jorah over in there meeting with Danny in the first place? Why was he banished from Westeros? Because he was a spy. No, that's not, that's why Danny banished him. Right. Why was he there? Why did he have to leave Westeros? Because he, didn't he get kicked out by, West, uh, by yes, the king, right? Yes, because, but why? It was because he was selling slaves, which is illegal in Westeros. Oh, he was a slave? Yeah, I forgot about that. Because he needed money, so he sold for his old, his old wife was um, too expensive tastes. He ran out of money, so he started trying to sell men into slavery. Got caught and ran. Ned Stark was going to behead him for doing this, so he well, escaped and has oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. He ran away. Yeah. Um, I think that's why the dad joined the Night's Watch, to make up for him, for his son. And then, and now he's being captured by slavery, so it's, you know, a turnabout is fair play over here. A little, uh... But it just continues Jorah's terrible, terrible life. This is, uh, I mean, you just have to put, like, a laugh track or a sad, a Debbie Downer sad track. track. Yeah, for every single scene. Sad Jorah leaves. But redemption is coming for Jorah. Maybe, I guess. Well, redemption, or he's probably going to poison everyone in Marine with this crazy guy. Yeah, we'll see. Him on the stone and that. Or maybe he'll do what Will Smith did in iRobot, and as someone swinging with, like, a device, he holds his stone hand and he's like, Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. I got one of those. Or kind of like what Jamie did when he catches the sword in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, and 
speaking of Jamie, let's get over to Dorn. Dorn, where him and Brian are showing up. I'll be honest straight off the jump. I thought most of the sequence was pretty, mm, didn't love it. I thought it was pretty silly. And it just didn't really make any sense to me, most of it. But well, let's talk about it. Yeah. How did you feel? I mean, I felt um, it was, finally we got to see uh, younger characters in the movie. Yeah. Which, which is great. Well, I think that was awesome. Uh, they were fine. Yeah. But before Marcella that. and Tristan. Right. And with um, the bodyguard and the, the prince. Those were all fine. I like those little short scenes. Mm -hmm. But this whole plan, so Jamie and Brown have a plan. And then the Sand Snakes and Alari have a plan. And both of the plans are fucking real stupid. Yeah. And they have, they coincidentally happen at the exact same time. <sighs> which, which, which the dumbest part was, they're, so they're both... Jamie and Brown, they're going to go take Marcella from the water yeah. gardens. Jamie has no plan other than this. He's like, I like temporize. Okay, great. And then, um, and they're dressed up like the, from the costumes of the people they stole, or the uniforms or whatever, they, they killed him in. And then the Sand Snakes want to go, I guess, kidnap or maybe kill Marcella. Why are they both doing it in the middle of the day, in the afternoon? Why wouldn't they wait till night to do this? Why would they do it right when they know Prince Thorne is always up there watching? That's where he is when last time the largest. Are these rhetorical questions or are you actually asking? I mean, literally, why? I mean, it was stupid. It's dumb. Yeah. I, the only thing I can think is they had it is, is they, well, they wanted them to come together then. So coincidence, fine, you know, suspended disbelief. But I, got, I guess it was like they, to film in this area, I guess it's in Spain. Maybe they could only film during the day for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, not filming, probably. And then they get in this fight, which also looked pretty terrible, I thought. Like, this is one of the worst fights in the show. I mean, I think that was on purpose, though. No one was supposed to, bloodshed wasn't actually supposed to happen. I know they couldn't have anyone die, yes. right. Although, Bron got cut, and I'm nervous now, because I think that they probably have poison on that blade, because that's what Oberon always did, and it was his daughter that cut him with the blade, so. A little uh, man, man, Bron. Nah, I don't think Bron. I you, mean, think he's, you don't think he's 86? He's done for? No. I mean, they would have, also, something like that, so significant, they would, I think they would show it. They did show it clearly cut right in when they stabbed, that's the reason I no, I'm saying like they make a note of it, kind of like the way they did with the grayscale, um, the same episode. Well, I just think they did do that because they they showed the camera right on it when the rest of the fight scene was kind of further back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was poorly choreographed or something because it just looks silly. Also, they got the silly weapons. I just don't like the sand snakes so far very much. They're not really doing it for me. I think they the have whip and the. What do you think of them uh, going into that little dark, another dark spot where they got? Uh, uh, Oberyn's, uh... Alaria. Alaria. Well, she got arrested quick. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, oh, my plan was oh, bad. Phooey. I thought this terrible plan was going to work. Right. Yeah. Right. So what do you think is going to come apart? Well, I don't know. And, and I mean, I don't see the Storan guy doesn't seem like a guy to kill her. Maybe he will. Um, I mean, those girls are his nieces. Um, right. They're not... He's going to spank them, probably. Probably. Actually, put him over the wheelchair. Yeah, he's he's sitting down. down. Yeah. Uh, I do like this bodyguard guy. That guy's pretty cool. Yeah. And he, he put the thing right up to Jamie's neck and was like, uh, "When you were whole, it would have been a good fight." And then also, uh, the the other the prince's brother said, "Hey, you're gonna have to use that axe again. Hope you know yeah, how to use before. it." He yeah. was like, "Oh, I know." <laughs> so I gotta imagine we're gonna see him fucking somebody up, but I don't know who. Maybe, I don't know, because I don't see how any of these people are going to die. Or maybe Brown, but he already got maybe poisoned, if I think right. Like, um, 
I don't know, this is a whole cluster fuck. But but basically what happened is Prince Doran has all of them kidnapped now, or arrested now. Now he's two Lannister hostages. He's all his family locked up. I theoretically I guess. Yeah. I don't what do you I mean what do you I have no idea, but what do you think is gonna come of all this? I think uh some random sequence of them uh, working it out. Uh, honestly, it's gonna be stupid, but it, that's what will do happen. You, do you think that Prince Doran has like some type of plan for a yeah. what he's gonna do? Yeah, he's been too quiet. Yeah, that's anyone, that's, anyone is too quiet. Uh, I don't think he's such like a coward, like Larian says or whatever. I think he has something. On his I mean, what, well, what it is, I really don't know. Before, I mean, I know we're in this, but the people that are most quiet, and I'll, I'll touch base on towards the end. Sounds like Stark, perfect example. You know. You don't know what they're thinking. They're playing a game of chess that's a little beyond uh, what is well, being seen. Here's one theory I was thinking of. So he has Marcella, um, who is, I think if Tommen were to die, she would be queen, even though she's Lannister, really. Whatever. Yeah. It's Baratheon, technically. Marcella Baratheon. Yeah. Now, we're going to talk about it in a minute, but the King's Landing shit going down there is getting crazy and out of control. And Marcella's supposed to be betrothed to, or she is betrothed to, Tristan, his son. Now he has Jamie down there. Maybe he'll, if he knows what's going on up there, maybe he's getting some words from King's Landing telling him how bad shit's going. Maybe he'll convince Jamie that just Cersei is no good. And, and I think Cersei's going to get in trouble anyway by these sparrows. We'll talk about it, but I think she's going to probably get her arrested too, I'm thinking, eventually. Yeah. Maybe Tom gets killed or just gets put aside. So maybe <laughs> he gets benched, really benched, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Maybe um, Doran is like, oh, well, then I'll just make Marcella the queen, marry her to my, my son, and my son will be king of Westeros. Maybe that's his plan, what do you think? That's a very that's very long, calculated plan, but it's not that far off. I think it's reasonable. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hope I'm right about that, just because I'll be right. But who knows? It could be something completely different. That's true. Um, anyway, uh, and there is part with this in the book, but it's like completely different, so I don't think it's really anything from the book. Um, Alright, so let's get to King's Landing. Who showed up back in town? But Lord Peter Baelish. Baelish. Uh, he has a quick run-in with the Sparrows and old Lancel Lannister. It was a pretty entertaining scene, I thought. Uh, very touchy. Uh, yeah, Lancel looked like he wanted to fuck him up, but he let him pass. And the only time I've seen uh, Peter uh, uh, have like some kind of weaponry was on Ned Stark's head, right? When he was Captain him. Um, and from, uh, um, so he's captured from basically the whole concept of, you know, Duke Charlemagne's Michigan gaining his plan from season one, right? Remember when he had the knife and he, he pulled I did warn you not to trust me. Right. So, um, he's back. That's the first time he's back since that time, right? I would say. No. He left in like season three. Yeah. Maybe I just forgot. Yeah. He was in, he was in uh, King's Landing long after that. Well, so he was pretty excited to talk down. Well, yeah, but. This dude is, uh, I mean, well, we saw it a little more what his plan is, I think. He told Cersei one thing, obviously it's not his complete plan. He's playing her he to be the warden. Warden of the North, yeah. So what did he tell her, though? He said that, oh, uh, hey, you know, you know your girl? Oh, you know Stark? Not Which Stark? Which Stark? Not Tadia. You know, Sansa. Sansa. Yeah, Samsung Stark. Samsung Stark. <laughs> yeah, Samsung. Uh, where is she at? Oh, she's in up there, uh, Winterfell, North remembers, you know, like, she got everything, she's chilling, she's chilling, she's good. Uh, and, uh, Cersei's not happy that the Bolton stumbled across there, but what does she expect? They're, uh, you know, 
both turn cloaks. Yeah. That's what she they said. do. I, I did laugh at the line where she's like, I'm going to play Roost Ball and then this bastard. Like the damn guy on their flag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going too seriously, but all right. Good, good comment. It's not like she has like the army to do so. So, yeah. yeah, well, because he's like, why don't you get your Uncle Kevin to bring the Lannister army up? She's like, basically tells him I have no control over you. won't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about Jamie? Oh, he's out on a, a sensitive mission. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to bring up. Let Stannis and Bolton fight it out, and I'll come up and clean up the winner. I'll put all the Sansa's hat on a spike, and we'll get the, the lion flying over Winterfell, and I'll be warning of the north. All right, Littlefinger. Well, sure you will. Yeah. We'll have the Mockingbird flying over. So no one, no one can accurately. Littlefinger's that character that basically every episode you don't know what the fuck he's thinking. Right? Yeah. See, I do think that he told her most of his plan. I do think he wants Bolton and Stannis. No, Cersei. I do think he wants them to fight it out, but. Then he's gonna. No, he's definitely not gonna kill Sansa. He'll probably try to marry her at this point, or do something. He needs. He knows he needs her alive to claim the North. And then I think he's gonna. Well, let's get into it. Um, there's something else I think he might do. Oh, he might not even need to because the old Queen of Thorns who showed up might even do it herself. But let's talk about her first. So she's back in town. Um, she says, "Oh, I can smell the shit five miles away." And she goes back to King's Landing. She talks to Cersei. What happens here? Well, um, wait, who talked to Cersei? I'm Queen of Thorns. Tyrell's in here. Oh, yeah. Marjorie's grand. She gets, she gets, uh, stuffed, denied, uh, swatted out. Get that, get that weak shit out of here. Ooh, well, she does get a couple good zingers in on, a couple uh, hits in on Cersei. Yeah. She says, you're not really writing anything. I know you're not. Right, right. She calls her the tart of whatever. But ultimately, she doesn't get what she wants because Cersei uh, yeah, gives her, puts up a good front and says, it was these sparrows that, that arrested Sir Lawrence and not me. So Granny takes it in stride for now, and uh, Cersei's real smug and everything. And then they have the inquest, they call it, with the high sparrow. Mm-hmm. What happens here? In this is a really weird uh, setting, um, but it was basically That's a pretty, pretty, uh, Pre-trial, pre-trial, pre-trial right? Uh, of just asking questions and seeing what's going on, and uh, in pre-trials you don't bring out witnesses typically. Well, this time they did. Yeah, which is kind of uh, not a pre-trial then. It becomes well, a trial. A real rope-a-dope on Marjorie, because first Loras denies everything, banging her and all this stuff. Then um, they put Marge on the stand, and she's like, "No, of course you never did. I know you didn't." So then they bring out the surprise witness. Oliver. Now, I Oliver. think obviously this is Littlefinger's guy, so her and him and Cersei must have conspired here on this one. And also, he's um, he's trying not to uh, get dead because he's he's evaded death a lot of times. He's been more with who? The guy? Uh, hey, yeah, Oliver. The, the commander of uh, Littlefinger's Rockwell. Yeah, yeah, Oliver. Well, we got him last the season. But he, the Dorne birthmark comes back. Well, I mentioned that when we talked about that episode, he's in this premiere. I thought it was just pure exposition. To remember Dorne's a place, but it came back to be relevant here. How so? Because he was like, Loris was denying it, but he's like, I know I've seen him naked, I've slept with him. He has a, a birthmark of Dorne on his like, upper thigh or whatever it was. Mm. And then Loris gets mad and tries to run at him. Mm. And then they, then they arrest Marge too. Yeah. As I said, she lied to the gods. She lied to the gods. Oh, and Cersei's like, yeah, bitch. And then Queen of Thorns is like, 
I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this. Both my grandkids. Well, yeah. Now here's what did uh, Kid Thomas do? He did <laughs> jack shit. Yeah. Okay. What? Can, he is a bitch, but I guess I would try to put a, somewhat of a fight if I was him. But honestly, one he, that you're getting laid with all the time. Yeah, I know, but he has literally no power. If you think about it, Cersei has all the power by him. So, what's he gonna really do? But yeah, it was, wasn't a good look for our boy King Tom. And, um, any respect anyone had for him is probably gone at this point. Yeah. Um, you wanted to kill the old king. He's dead. Now you want the other king to step up. Maybe Marcella should be queen. Maybe she'll be the best. Yeah. But we need to get rid of Cersei first. We're corrupting her kids. And I think it's going to happen nice. This is what I was alluding to before. This can't stand how Cersei's letting the, uh, uh, getting the Tyrells on you know, homosexuality, lying, all this stuff, whatever. When she done, has done all this incest and everything that people know about, everyone knows about it. Right. So it's got to turn back around her. I think she's going to get locked up too. And it's going to blow up her. Do you think she can get or worse? Or worse, going to be dead on. Or worse, they might just kill me. I think she might be dead on before the time Jamie comes back. Man. Yeah, I think so too. Or, or at least arrested. For sure. Or yeah, something. Some Won't like be in power at least. Right. Um, but here's so I was thinking I was saying Littlefinger might play her then and have them arrest her. Mm-hmm. But he might not have to. Queen of Thorns is probably going to go and talk, and uh, and I think from the preview for the next episode we saw her going and talking to Max Baron. So I assume she's like. You gotta lock up Cersei too, but the, at the same time, her daughter won't be, her granddaughter won't be queen if the incest is known. So maybe it's gonna be about Lancel Lannister just sleeping with her and how they killed King Robert. Something, but it's gonna come up. It's got. I mean, birds chirp, right? Uh, Tyrells know. Right now, they've been outmaneuvered for the short term, but the long game is what uh, Lady Tyrell has been able to do really well, right? Um, so far. And but she got King Joffrey dead with uh, Littlefinger. Yeah, so Littlefinger's been playing both sides of this the whole time. He's playing the Tyros and the Lancers. He can whatever sense he wants, man. But especially at these two, he's really doing one thing for them, doing another thing for them. That's counteracting to both their Tyros and Lancers. Well, he's doing the same thing with the Boltons and the Baratheons. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so um, I guess the difference is he hasn't really done anything. Like, I don't think Stannis would ever trust So him. who's, I mean, who, just as a quick... And Bolton doesn't really trust him, but he needs him. Obviously, we're, we're talking about a lot of theories, but ultimately, who of these two, four families, actually, um, who do you think is going to survive sooner? Like, as in, like, taking, taking back control. Will it be Tyrells, Lannisters, uh, or, well, uh, in the other sector, would be the uh, Boltons, Baratheons? Well, in the first one, I think the Lannisters are fucked. Right? Cersei's in charge. Uh, what Lannisters are left? Jamie's down in Dorne, captured, captured again. Tyrion, you know, he's out of the picture, captured by the slaves at this point, slavers. And now he can't do anything in Westeros anyway. He's up. Yeah, plus they don't want him. Yeah. And then uh, Uncle Kevin, he's back, whatever. Still the Uncle Kevin. So I guess they still have him, but he's not going to work with Cersei. So maybe if Cersei gets locked up, he'll make some noise. But his son Lance was a crazy fanatic now, so. They're in bad shape. Cersei's in charge. Probably not for long. She's dumb. Uh, so Tyrell still have Granny Tyrell. I think she'll get it in some more order. Now when it comes to Bolton's Baratheons, um, I gotta ride with my boy Stannis though. But I feel like Bruce Bolton's gonna have some trick up his sleeve to 
to not just he already knows. Well, not just get mad. Well, he knows Stannis is coming. And he has the castle, so that's a little bit of a yeah, little more And it looked, if you looked at the preview also, Stannis and Davos are on the snow. So winter has finally come, it seems like. Well, let's talk about these bones since that's the last part of the episode. Well, actually, before you do that, I have another uh, okay. two, two battles going on here. So, of the two videos, Bad Blood, Taylor Swift featuring Kendrick Lamar, or uh, uh, the Beyonce video with Nicki Minaj, I forgot the name of it now. Oh, um, and Feeling Myself. Okay. Which of these videos do you think will survive uh, the number one? Become the number one video of female pop and hip hop genre, I guess, right now for the media. Well, the first one had a male in it, so I'll go with the second one with the two females, Girl Power. Girl Power. Beyonce and uh, what is it? And why, why do you think Beyonce and Nicki Minaj could beat Kendrick Lamar and T Swizzy in a fight? Oh, in a fight, they definitely can. But uh, Kendrick Lamar from Compton? I don't know, man. I don't, he doesn't look like he could fight good. Plus, Taylor Swift with her little limp white girl RS. No. That's true. Nicki Minaj will just back that ass slap, ass cheek slap. Right? Beyonce got a little, um, little cheeks herself. Yeah, yeah, Beyonce looks like she can handle herself. Well, we'll cover, we'll cover that once it happens. Fierce, she'll have to be Sasha Fierce in this battle. But That's true. That's true. It's like an alter ego, like, like Theon and Reek, you know, Sasha and Beyonce. So you would root for them. I'll make the point for Taylor and Kendrick. Kendrick himself, uh, he's been hanging out with rock bands, so he knows, like, motorcycle. You saw what happened to those motorcycle gangs in Waco. So he knows Imagine Dragons. They probably associated them, so he's got some right. backup yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. And she swizzy has got all of Red America with her, no matter what, right? So all the hillbillies and 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 I don't think Taylor Swift's big with the hillbillies and stuff. NRA, no, oh yeah, every little young girl from uh, countryside will know who Taylor Swift is. Well, right? that's like every girl in general. Well, now, yeah, every girl in general. So um, everyone's dad, basically, kind of like the Baratheon's uh, connection to her daughter, right? Like you. That you root for that daughter, the daughter's awesome. And you oh, do, Yeah, you do anything for that daughter because uh, she may not look as good as Taylor Swift, right? But she's awesome. She's smart. She's intelligent. She's okay. So that's just why a little track of what the point here, but the point is that I wanted to just put in the plug of uh, go check out Taylor Lamar's video with Taylor Swift. Okay. Like it. So you're right for that. Yeah. Right, can we talk about this distressing Winterfell situation? Because this was a hard, pretty hard distressing. Thing. It was, just, it was undressing and distressing. I was just. Uh, well, first, Sansa undresses for the bathtub with uh, this girl Miranda coming in. And Miranda is trying to uh, mean girl her, but Sansa turns the tables right quick. What does Sansa say to her? Uh, she's saying all the deeds are in, she's done killing all these women and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Sansa said, she basically said, You think I'm a rookie? You don't know what's going on, bitch? This is my house. This is my house. My house. You ain't scared Yes, the stepping. Yes, the stepping. And Miranda's like, no, it ain't fine. But what does she do? She washes the dye out of her hair, and it's red hair again. Yeah. And unfortunately, if I can get real symbolic and metaphoric for a second, Sansa was being a strong woman. Wait, wait, you can't. Just okay. for a second. Okay. okay, for a second. Sansa was being a strong woman in these past few episodes. Dark hair, dark Sansa. But then something bad happened to her again in this episode at the end. She had the red hair again, so it's almost like she's reverting back to being uh, picked on Sansa, to put it lightly, I guess. Uh, uh, trampled on Sansa. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully she'll... Down I don't down. think it's going to be like that forever. I think she'll bounce back and get revenge, hopefully. I mean, who knows in this show, but... 
Well, all right, what happens next? Uh, old, not Rico, Theon Greyjoy reappears on the scene. He's looking spiffy. It looks like they ran him through a bath as well. He got a shower. Uh, if not a shower, at least he got some new clothes. Looks like they pulled something out of old Rob Stark's old wardrobe or something. Uh, and he has to escort her to her wedding in the Godswood. Yeah. Uh, it says, take my arm. And what does she say to that? Yeah, I'm not touching your fucking arm. Fuck you, Theon, basically, yeah. she says. He's like, what the fuck hurt me? No. So they go to get married, and she, she has like a weird kind of fur dress thing. I don't know, it's okay. It's uh, it was beautiful looking out with the candles outside, and, the, and the, as I said, the gods with the snow going. Um, and then. Did they have to have outside? Well, this is a northern wedding. So most of the weddings we've seen on the show are uh, southern weddings, meaning the, the seven, the gods of the seven, the new gods. And they did some like tying something around your hands. I don't know, they, they prayed to all the seven gods. But in the north, they do it at the in front of the werewolf tree. And the right. gods right. and, and I guess Ruth's Paul was like the officiator in this sense. But Theon had to give her Not away. Not only am I a lord, but I can. I can yeah. I can totally. like, I went online and I got <laughs> a certification. That's what I did. <laughs> no, I can marry you. Yeah. Uh, but Theon gives her away, basically, like he's her dad. Yeah. And he says he's Theon Greyjoy, not, not Reek. Uh, Theon of House Greyjoy. So then. What happens in this final scene? Well, I guess a little, um, I mean, I was talking about my, my contrast of my, of my uh, TV being darker and brighter. It got really fucking dark really quickly. But I think it was, um, I mean, there's no way to ever uh, make a scene like that uh, be okay based on what has happened and, and her getting, obviously, uh, sexually dominated and raped. Uh, but... Considering they didn't show uh, the scene, they just switched it to Theon's face. Well, so what happens? They make Ramsey makes Reed stand watch, which is really fucked up. Yeah, uh, not unexpected for Ramsey. What was it? One liner that he had. Always like, oh no, no, Reed, you stay. Oh, he says you. Um, oh no, I got it, I got it. He said, uh, uh, you saw her grow up as a child. Now watch her become a woman. Become a woman. Rips her dress. Basically, I think the point is, there's a couple points for this. Um, I think I think the point to show Reek is that he's like the audience surrogate almost. Like, we don't want to see this happen. He's, we're, he's expressing we're distressed that right. he is, so it's right. like him. And also, it's to, it's to bond him and Sansa together. Obviously, they're at odds right now. She thinks he killed her brothers. Now they're both being tortured, essentially, by Ramsay. So maybe in the next episode, they'll work together to get their revenge, hopefully. I would still like to see Sansa kill Ramsay if anyone is about this. Do you think Sansa should kill Ramsay? Yeah. Well, I guess. I would be fine with either, but Sansa's the more innocent one, so I'd rather, and I would have been wanting to see her get some revenge, so I kind of want her to Sansa's do Sansa's going to be killing people. Hopefully. I guess, but yeah, I guess it's more karmic for Rick to do it, or Tia. I mean, I mean, probably the way she had got tortured for his Yelling at those uh, servants up in up in that wonderful motel. He's like, I order this turndown service. <laughs> Where the fuck's my chicken fingers? <laughs> I go figure out what's giving somebody's pop in the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go down to the wedding and save sense? Right. Damn. Right. Do well, you think she knows that the wedding went down? She must. But yeah, I that's guess. the one thing I was. What's really she gonna do? Right in and take her. I mean, she sends her to go. 
the Starks that have, not all of them marched the same way when they died by the Bolton Tan. No, well, the men mostly did, but there's supposed to be the women and, and this older and people the that didn't go, kids, I guess. But people, I'm thinking more like the older men and women. All the men are. They've been living there a long time and they're used to the Starks, so that's really going to be our support. But yeah, it didn't save her from getting, you know, uh, a fort, I mean, at, at the very least, a uh, terrible consummation at the worst, basically. They wouldn't consider that, I guess, in this culture to be raped because that's called consummating the marriage. Yeah, I mean, even but even so, obviously, in today's by today's standards, it would be raped. Um, and I think we're supposed to take it as that, obviously, right? Well, that, yeah, Thompson yeah. definitely took it as that. Um, uh, but 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 I mean, I, probably even in back in our real history, it's probably happened to a lot of people. But the even more fucked up part mm -hmm. that even people in this Game of Thrones society wouldn't be cool is making beyond watch the whole thing. So. Yeah, it's messed up, and then that's how that was done. I love, I love how it, the, and, and the ultimate victim ended up being a guy who was just watching porn, live-action porn. Don't call porny now. That's bad uh, taste right now. I mean, the Game of Thrones is porn to some people. Yeah. That's no, I, I did see someone, yeah. one or two people saying they were mad that they showed the man, this girl getting raped, they should show her or whatever. But I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. You know, one of the senators. Because, uh, like, it, like I said, he's like the audience circuit, and he's involved, and like we don't want. I don't want to actually watch that happen. I'm glad they didn't technically show it. Um, I don't know. But uh, what, what do you think? Well, what do you think is going to happen from this point? Well, um, I mean, we kind of said we think of Kelly Ramsey, whatever. How do you think it's going to go? There's still all these factors. You gotta have. You gotta have characters that you hate uh, that you always want to just fucking. Because now that. Uh, Joffrey was dead last year. Well, season. yeah, Rams is definitely like the new Joffrey. Right. Even Horace, frankly, in my opinion. Right. Uh, he's just really fucked. He's fucked up as a very bastard, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, well they're both bastards, technically. Uh, they will too. Uh, but Ramsey, well, Joffrey was basically a coward at heart, I think. Rams is clearly not, and he'll do his own dirty work to be even crazier. So I think he's almost more dangerous, but he doesn't have the, the same amount of power Joffrey had, but. Uh, what did he say to Lord Baelish uh, before Ramsey? He was like, "I'll never hurt her. I promise." Yeah, we knew that was gonna be it, the biggest lie of anything. Do you think Littlefinger was able to pick up on that lie? I don't know. See, that's another thing I'm not sure about. Like, obviously, Littlefinger doesn't care. He expected he'll use Sansa like a pawn. He'll use anyone like a pawn. I still think he likes Sansa as mostly. He's oh, out he definitely for, has some. He's out for himself overall, and that's 100. percent That's what he cares about, just himself. However, if you had to pick a second person in the entire world that you might care about, even, Sansa. even a little bit, it's probably Sansa. Like I said, he's not going to kill her for Cersei. He's not going to deal with this. So I don't. I honestly don't think he knew that Ramsay was so depraved, or he wouldn't have let her be in that situation. Maybe I obviously thought they would have to take her virginity, whatever. But he didn't think Ramsay was so bad. Maybe. Uh, so that's why it's another kind of doesn't really work with the character because Baelish is supposed to be ten steps ahead of everyone. He's supposed to know everything. So it's a little convenient on the show's part to put the situation together, and it wasn't in the book. So, so but, you know, what are we to do? What you got to do it for the show. Fine, yeah. sometimes you got to be done. What are we to do? So I think uh, when it comes down to it, this this is going to end up being uh, I think Ramsey's not last episode. I think his last um, season. In the last season, uh, and what about Roots? And as well, Roots will cowardly find a way out somehow. You said cowardly? Yeah. I don't really think you take him as a coward, but yeah, he, he definitely is want to save his own skin. 
figure just run away or what? He'll hide behind his uh, pregnant wife. Oh, okay, that might be too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing stops him. No. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, when it comes down to it, Sans is playing the long, uh, long game, and uh, I said this in the beginning. I think that she knows. Obviously, she's not dumb. Uh, she used to be that dumb girl, right? Uh, and she probably, probably expected the worst. Uh, just by looking at him the first time, like he's visualizing something as bad as this. Obviously, she went through it, but uh, and, for, and even for Rem, even as fucked up as it was, we've seen Ramsey do even more fucked up things than this. Even, so. Right, but it's part of the course. What, this guy. The two, I mean, the the people that the person that she hate, she hated more was than Ramsey at the time was Theon, right? Based on everything that she's heard or seen right, or whatever. Exactly. But, but now, now, exactly. Now that's they had this uh, experience. That's kind of what I was going for, the common experience. Right. And you see them talking in the preview for next episode, too. So I think they're I, I still haven't seen You spoiled them the preview for me. I'm sorry. I, I don't watch the previews. previews you know. For the next episode, which is called Episode 7 of Season 5, The, the Gift. Let's see what this gift is all about. It's got to be AIDS. And luckily, our boys, Jon Snow and Stannis, absent from this app, will be back next week. They were in the preview, and, uh, and Sam Tarly in the lot. So we'll be back to talk about that. Now, look out for us next week back on our YouTube channel. This is audio only this week, but we'll be hopefully be back with video next week at Drew Nam Pod Productions on YouTube. You can see our lovely faces of Pod Nam and Pod Drew. The whole face. Uh, you see me drinking my Dornish Red, and he's now drinking his um, Diet uh, Seven Up. Do you think that, uh, one last thing I want to know is, Bum, bum. So today, today is the uh, middle of the week, right? Um, hump day. Hump day. Tomorrow Wednesday. is a very important day. It's called Red Nose Day. Um, yeah. People are supposed to wear red noses. For what purpose? Uh, for, so no one can be in poverty. Do you think Game of Thrones will eventually take this on as a responsibility to save all the poor village folks? I want to see the High Sparrow with this red nose. He's supposed to be about the poor. Or is he just going to lock up gay people? I think he, he's, got, he's got a misdirection. He's got some things. Uh, basically, uh, I, would, <laughs> I don't know if you call him a libertarian or... I don't think you call him that. You call him another way. Social, socially... Now not progressive. Not, not progressive. Yeah, not even fiscally. I don't know what you would I think he's a pure fanatic, a religious fanatic. Yeah. But he seems smart enough that I think he's going to make sure. You think he'll guys. be funny enough to wear red nose and be a Patch Adams for these? I things? think he will because, look, he's not, he's a modest man at least. He's not, um, he's not like the old high septic that was banging whores and, mm-hmm. and being all rich clothes and everything. He wears red feet and all. He gave shoes to the poor. So I think he'll be down with that at least. Yeah. There's one good thing we can say about him. Or maybe he's also, he could be just like some other, I mean, priest that enjoy giving to the community, but then. Uh, hating, saying that you should not be gay, but typically maybe he is brilliant to the guys. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they're all into each other. He's like, tell me a little slower what happened with Ren. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, we're coming to that episode next week. We'll be live face time. Mm-hmm. Not live, but we'll be a, we'll be a video. I mean, I mean, we'll do it live. It's not it's gonna fucking live. Stream live. And also, uh, this, this is actually going to be the first time, if you guys are listening to this, uh, this is the first time you're listening to it on the Brooklyn Rebound. Uh, this is the first history being made right now. Uh, first non-Brooklyn Rebound episode. Yeah, so back to all our other Brooklyn Rebound 
So yeah. if you like sports and comedy, specifically basketball, uh, maybe even Brooklyn. What other? Yeah, we throw, we throw in some stuff there. I mean, we talked about what well, on the last Brooklyn Rebound episode, which we released today. Uh, we talked about which rapper will uh, end up being the champion associated to what is it? The cities left in the NBA playoffs, of which are four. And what were the four rappers we had? Uh, we had Bone Thugs and Harmony out of Cleveland. Mm -hmm. uh, they were playing the Atlanta Hawks, so we, we brought up uh, two, uh, times. two chains for them. Yeah. We had Slim Dog out of Houston representing the Rockets versus E40. Ooh! <laughs> out Ooh. of the Bears. Tell me what you have. Warriors. And uh, that's so, please download this in that episode, and we'll be back uh, for another uh, Brooklyn Rebound and for more Game of Thrones uh, next time. We're out of here. Don't let me get in my zone. Dollar, the Harris. One out. Long one, but a goodie. Kneel before your king. Kneel! He won this town. King with the crown. Go against Jockey and he cut your ass down. So sick, but it's like shit. Dead payers pay your dues or you will get dealt with. So much to see. Blood in the streets. Incest laying with your blood in the sheets. Pop it. Dropping like the winner leaves. Honor. Not much amongst these thieves. The line in the rose. Breakers of the chains. Sport of the Lord. War five kings, lords of the rock, sitting on an iron throne. Betrayal, revenge, murder, now his mind's gone. The trial about to happen, he smiled while he cracking. For real, cause he ready for that action. Rich, wealthy, and sinister. Welcome to the house of the Lannister. Son of thy lord, swing my sword, serving the war. We got the power, seven kingdoms strong. Welcome to the house of the Lannister. Son of thy lord, swing my sword. We got the power, seven kingdoms strong. Honor thy Lord, swing my sword, servant of war. We got the power, seven kingdoms strong. Welcome to the house of the Lannisters.